0: and welcome to the Peterborough Podcast. My name's Kev
1: Lawrence and I've been presenting breakfast radio shows in our fine city since the late 1990s. And I'm John Baker and I've been a local journalist in Peterborough for not quite as long. Now
0: we've got a busy podcast today and we're going to run through initially the menu what are we going to be talking about in episode number six?
1: Episode number six, a fine number. So uh, I want to speak a little bit about young people in our city, good and bad, some good news about them, um, some great people that we've met over the past few months. Uh, I'm also going to tie in with that voter ID and elections, which are obviously right around the corner. We're going to have a quick chat with Dave Cramp, who is commercial director of Peterborough Cathedral, and also quite a lot of feedback on our last pod particularly 15 minute cities
0: yeah the, the whole idea of 15 minute cities it was a, a kind of a newish term to me but it's something that after we'd spoken about it on our last episode i wanted to dig into the detail of, of it who doesn't want to live in a 15 minute city we want all of the stuff we we need and use to be on our doorstep And and the biggest thing that i enjoyed about that was understanding how green it is to not have to drive miles away for this or miles away for that. Get things close by. Get things walkable
1: distance or, or cycling distance. Well, quite. Although, as you will see, not everyone feels exactly the same way. Some people are a little bit concerned about, does it mean restrictions on where you can go and how much you can use your car? Dun, dun, dun. That's like a tease. So someone's I am a tease <laughs> yeah.
0: in life. And it will be good to speak to Dave Cramp. Dave's a great guy. Um, so passionate about all of the events that go on at peterborough cathedral uh it isn't just a place to worship it's a very important place to worship and and, and to go in and and follow your faith <laughs> but as a building an iconic building that, that just casts its beautiful shadow over our city it's such a, a lovely place for so many more reasons than just that so we'll look forward to chatting to dave a little bit later um a reminder that if you'd like to contact us Uh, the email that uh, we ask you to use is my pcr email address which is kev at pcrfm.co.uk thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and having a little listen we're passionate about peterborough we don't slag the city off we just talk about stuff going on in your lives in our lives and, and yeah just try and be positive about the place where we all live the place we call home so shall we start tell us why you want to talk about young people and how would you define a young person
1: oh uh somebody uh slightly younger than me no that's not true (laughs) true. i guess it's anyone uh 18 and under can i get away with that i would still say maybe maybe around that anyway uh one of the things that that uh sort of my interest if you like was a piece on Peterborough Today website last week it was um, police in Peterborough have reached out again to parents and guardians ahead of the Easter holidays following concerns about antisocial behaviour uh, apparently in recent months there's been an increase in, in antisocial behaviour in Peterborough City Centre, specifically relating to groups of youths around Queensgate and I must admit I did see a little bit of this at christmas i took my little girl to uh, queensgate to play at the the goal for the new you know put the stars new, put stars by the way can i just interrupt just
0: for mm-hmm. a moment did you see the april fall that queensgate did when they changed their name to kingsgate i did um it actually fooled a number of people because i put it out on my own social media we're changing to kingsgate and of course i mean they went a day early they took a bit of flack for that but i actually thought Overall, it was a a fun prank yeah. and something that that ended up being quite an amusing kind of story,
1: lighthearted. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. We what need want, a we need a bit. It? Of that. And this, I mean, some of the ones I saw on on social media, some. April Fools were horrible at times, yeah. and some were just ridiculous. And stuff. But this was just one that made you think, Oh, crikey, they really,
0: oh no. In case you missed it, no. Queensgate said they're changing their name to Kingsgate in honour of the new King's coronation in May. they even said that Charles and Camilla had been invited to have a go. golf at putt stars anyway that was just a wind up it is very much queen's gate but back to this whole subject then of of antisocial behavior Mm -hmm. it was a really interesting article in in the newspaper wasn't it
1: yeah it was uh and and no um the, the police said that despite most people respecting our city centre and the leisure facilities within it, since before Christmas we've seen a small number of people causing antisocial behaviour and on some occasions violence. Um, I mean, what I saw was just, I think, if you want to call it low level, low level is a horrible word though because it's annoying stuff, It's you know, I, you know, littering drives me mad, rudeness drives people mad so you know that was the sort of thing you saw and um, shame because it's great that put stars as you said but it got me thinking that you know, Peterborough kids have been through some really difficult times over the past few years haven't they I mean lockdowns for example is, is one thing we do we wonder what the 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 state of people's mental health is following lockdowns. It was a really difficult thing, and it affected their studies, um, how much they could see people, how much they could see relatives, etc. My
0: daughter's exams, GCSEs, cancelled because of COVID. Mm. She couldn't take her exams Mm. that she'd worked so damn hard for for such a long time. So, you know, the young people that perhaps you're you're referring to, you're right, haven't had it easy because of COVID, because of the lockdowns, because of the restrictions Mm -hmm. on their lives – where are you leading with this? What, what's your kind of end point to what you want to say about young
1: people? They get a bad rap. Yeah, they get the rap they deserve. I uh, certainly not that. Oh, some do. I mean, some obviously do get the rap they deserve if they're if they if, if they're bad people or they've they've done naughty things. Uh, but. Overall, I think what I'm trying to say is that uh, I think we should sing the praises of young people and how exciting a time it is to be a young person in Peterborough. Obviously, with the university, uh, you and I have both spoken to Eva Wood, and, and you want to say a little bit about her in, in a little while. Uh, and it's not it's not easy time. It's not easy being a being a young person with social media and things like that these days. It isn't an easy time to be a young person. I don't know what you know. I can't imagine what it's like to be a young person. I don't want to get too much into like economy and things like that, but it is a difficult time. And I and I I hated being young. Um, we see stories like it was also reported last week that there's a 2.2 million pound service to tackle rising childhood obesity rates. And that's in the works for Cambridgeshire and Peterborough. I mean, imagine it's it's very difficult. People are very conscious about how they look some don't have access to uh, the facilities to, to 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 lose weight as easily as they should do or you know you get families that don't that, that, that struggle to, to to cook properly or feed their children properly so it isn't an easy time and i remember when i was overweight when i was a teenager um and it, it you know it did hurt me uh I, and as we said before social media things like TikTok and instagram there's a lot of of pressure to conform to a certain image on those 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 platforms um so you want to say a little bit about eva Wood, um and i'll come in with something as well someone uh, something some people that i met the other day as well okay so eva she's the
0: youth mp for Peachborough non-partisan a young person who was voted in on a manifesto of a number of different things that young person is a credit to all young people because she is passionate to not just give young people a voice in peterborough to meet you know key policy makers decision makers to to kind of share young people's views and thoughts and feelings about life and and about the things that affect them she articulates it brilliantly she's got a press officer called kins who comes in i think they're both like 17 years old intelligent articulate Thoughtful. And one of the things when I interviewed Eva on the PCRFM breakfast show that she said that she was passionate about, in fact, it's not just the youth parliament, uh, sorry, not just her as a youth MP in Peterborough, but across the whole of the UK youth parliament is a national campaign called Food for Learning. Now, you mentioned the obesity levels rising in young people, and it's heartbreaking when you see the stories. There's a cost of living crisis on. Lots of families can't afford to pay for their families to eat healthily. Snacks are cheap. Ready meals are cheap. So this campaign that she mentioned, it's basically to try and raise awareness um, of the benefits of universal free school meals that can make such a massive difference to lots and lots of young people going through school who maybe aren't eating correctly but you know with with good food in your body it's fuel to learn and hopefully then do better in school so I know it might be a bit of a controversial subject should free meals school meals be available for all we're not going down the political route on this but we're just going down the route of Eva as a young person fighting for that understanding the importance of it and trying to appeal to decision makers to get them on board for it. Um, and I guess, yeah, just kind of, I just wanted to leave it there, that, that this young person is is out there. That's just one of the, the things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a whole, whole host of others. We'll come on to the fact that young people who've just turned 18, they're still young, mm-hmm. 19, need to be encouraged to vote because voting matters. These these council elections coming up on, on May the 4th, a general election, what is it, next year. Mm-hmm. Um, voting is super important. And Eva really made the point that if you don't use your vote... How can you complain if there's certain things going on in your life that, that aren't right for you? Well, vote then. Put the people into positions of power that can do things that will affect your quality of life. So maybe on that basis, we can kind of throw it back to you regarding the importance of voting. Are there any changes at these May the 4th Council elections that people should be aware of?
1: There are. Uh, you will need to show, show photographic ID. This year as well at the polling booth, uh, as you might imagine, passport uh, and driver's license and things like that are uh, uh, what you can use. There's m- numerous other ones. So I've got my polling well. card. Yeah, I can't
0: just take that and vote. I've got to take that and photographic photographic
1: ID. ID. And if you don't have photographic ID, you can go on the council's website uh, peterborough.gov.uk and uh, apply for what's called a voter authority certificate, which is essentially you give them um, some details. And then you get a form which acts as photographic ID. So that's what you, you do for this year. I mean, there are concerns that that it, it, it may um, not enough people know about it. So hopefully we're doing a little bit now to you know tell people more about it because it is important as you've just said to vote it is important for for people of all ages over the age of 18 uh, to have their say to have their own democracy to have their out um, their opinion on how council tax is tax is spent in and around their area i guess okay
0: you're listening to the peterborough podcast with me kev lawrence and john baker still to come we're going to talk about ucp we've got our guest Dave Cramp, who is one of the top guys at Peterborough Cathedral. What's his job title? Do you know his a job A commercial title? director. Commercial director, okay. Um, and also, we're going to be talking about 15-Minute Cities. In fact, let's do that now. 15-Minute mm. Cities was one of our talking points on our previous podcast mm. and it's got a little bit
1: of um, reaction. Yeah, I think reaction is, is fair because what I do is I clip of the podcast to do a little video from it and I just mentioned put it on TikTok and I just mentioned, you know, would does Peterborough need to be a fifteen minute city? And I got a lot of comments, not just from Peterborough people, from all over the place, it looks like. But most people most people in favour of 50 uh, Minutes. I, it's, it's, I don't know. It's 50-50.
2: Really?
1: Um, let's give you an example. Tony Syrad absolutely not behave yeah. with the comment I got from him. Um, Kay said, how people can be against things in walkable distances is beyond me to which austin replied how people can't realize it's literally a miniature prison is beyond me so i guess what people are what what they are you know one of them is looking at the point that you should be able to reach your your w- whatever you want to by foot or by bike within 15 minutes and that's a great thing and then the second one as long as that doesn't mean that you're closed off from using your car in a particular way because you've seen around the country there's some people have put like there's been like barriers and things like that, and, and tr- as, as the introduction t- to these 15 minute cities. Um, uh, Kimmy Rascal is a disabled person, and uh, they said, um, Yes, walkable distance for amenities, but for me, I'm disabled, I need a car to get around. So, it's interesting, isn't it? I think
0: it? if you looked at what the principle of a 15 mm-hmm. minute city is, how can you argue against it? There will always be yeah. exceptions cases where people need their cars, of course, but the idea is it's an urban planning concept in which pretty much any daily necessity or service, so things like work, shopping, education, healthcare, leisure, can be reached in 15 minutes, either by walking or a bike ride. Surely, mm. from a, a climate change perspective, yes. how can you argue against this? Yes. But also, I think, from a kind of ease of life perspective, mm. why not? And, and then, of course, we're only talking about cities. Yeah. There will be people listening to this and, and in the Fens or wherever, somewhere rural, com- completely different. But in terms of cities, yes, um, I, I think the people who disagree with the principle of them fair enough they might yeah. have their, their reasons but i i would imagine my take on it would be
1: overall i would vote for yeah. them they're positive well i would as well i mean i live in a city center and that's one of the reasons i live in a city center is so i can get to where i work or different places without having to drive but it, you know, we we we're quite stubborn sometimes, the Brits, aren't we? We don't like being told what to do. We don't like barriers being put, physical or metaphorical. Uh, I We mentioned lockdown earlier on and the fact that our, our liberty was curtailed for a while. And I guess that people like Austin would say, I don't want to be stopped from driving where I want to stop, where I don't want it to be more difficult. So that's what they're they're looking at, I guess. And as you know, it, it's it's something that's being discussed, but there's certainly no plans for it in Peterborough at the moment. Okay,
0: we're going to talk uh, in a few minutes about UCP. Before we do that, I want to share some news. That's breaking news. I guess at the time of recording, this news isn't out but by the time we publish this podcast the news should be out and this is some news about the peterborough celebrates festival this is a free to attend family festival at neem park trust ferry meadows over the weekend of may the 19th 20th and 21st last year it was the first one and it was i think a great success because you think about entertainment performance art food and drink all of the different cultures and groups and communities uh, around peterborough that make it so brilliant because we're talking about you know a, a massive diverse of cultures all coming together at one beautiful outdoor area to celebrate who they are together i really love the principle of what the people celebrates festival is it's back for another year it's going to be even bigger even better there's, there's going to be colorful loads of different groups engaged in it one of the things that they've announced they're going to do and this is the only thing that you've got to pay for there's a circus a, a, a big top that will form part of the i guess the site the the, the the festival village if you like over that weekend and inside this big top on the friday night the 19th they're going to be showing a movie what film do you think they're going to show john baker bearing in mind it's in a big top
1: dumbo <laughs> incorrect (laughs) come on you know it i do know it but i wanted i wanted to give you all the glory you can be the ringmaster the greatest showman ah the moment we've been waiting for the
0: the beautiful aspect of this 300 tickets only imagine taking your children taking your friends or family into the beautiful surroundings of ferry meadows and the wonderful open green space imagine getting a ticket going inside this big top Imagine sitting there and watching on the screen, The Greatest Showman, it's a sing-along version. And there's a ringmaster that will kind of compare it all. What a beautiful idea. Mm. Now, there will be a small charge for this. I think it's about £8, £6 tickets. Tickets are available from the Neen Park Trust website. And I think kicking off this whole weekend on a Friday night, watching that movie in the big top at fairy meadows is just brilliant Mm -hmm. i will be jumping online trying to get tickets i think pretty much as this podcast gets published it's just been announced and tickets are, are going to be available but only a limited number are so the greatest showman Hugh Jackman mm. and all of those brilliant songs this yeah. is the greatest show Carla Settle and all the tunes well
1: come alive, it, it, it yeah. really will come alive
0: what a brilliant idea to kind of kickstart that festival with that movie in that uh, in that environment
1: mm. of, uh, that's and, the big top. And, and you know The festival was a great success. For its first year last Mm. year, great success. They were delighted with the numbers. It was weather that was really fitting for it. We were all sort of, you know, spring was going into summer. And it was great. And this is just a new attraction that gives it that little extra cherry on top of the icing An extra little boom. One of the
0: issues I know last year that got talked about on social media by a lot of people was that it clashed with the Yaxley Festival. Mm -hmm. It won't clash with the Yaxley Festival this year because the Yaxley Festival this year... Has been cancelled. It's not happening. They announced it on
1: social media recently. Wow, that is a shame for them. Yeah, a it big shame. Because that know. was a hugely popular yeah, yeah, event. Yeah. Um, well, the, the, these things do happen. Mm. Um, hopefully that will return next year. Uh, we well, do- it's the same with the
0: Ivy Club, isn't it? And we'll see. They announced that they're, they're not going to be continuing our much longer it's it's a shame when you hear about some of these wonderful events or places that people used to go
1: to and socialise not happening no um, it, 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 that isn't good I, I guess you know the plus side for us and it's, that's not going to help the, you know the people in, involved in those two events is things like the Willow Festival are returning yeah. obviously the beer festival is retur- well, returning obviously it was here last year as well so there are still events but it is always so when we lose things we in, lose our, in our calendar yeah. so you know hopefully they, these things will come back Right, let's talk about UCP. Yeah, I just wanted a quick word about UCP, University Centre Peterborough, of course. And um, I, I went to meet Rachel, who's the head of the journalism there, uh, and found out quite a lot about them, about the students there. Um I just wanted to point out, not only were they very you know, impressive young people, and they're hoping to do some work with us, with our with our podcast, so you may be hearing some of their voices down the line, but also I wanted to point out their website that's pretty cool, Inside the Box UCP. where you can see some of the projects they do some of the videos they do the blog they write the regular stories and it is everything from opinions about um, social media and privilege to Lionel Messi I can see on there to dogs to Keir Starmer as I'm scrolling down I can see all sorts of things on there well written, interesting stuff um, they uh, were winners in the regional award for the Midlands in the Student Publication Association Awards. Uh, so, yeah, they're impressive youngsters. We were talking about youngsters in the first yeah. part. And they're another set of uh, good young people.
0: I see talent. So I've just got that up inside the box. Wow. I mean, visually, it looks fabulous. The whole mm-hmm. idea of having this this hub of creativity, this online platform for students... I guess from a a variety of subjects because there's obviously all sorts of different subjects on the syllabus uh, at the university. But to showcase their their creative work far and wide, you know, entering that digital space,
1: impressive, really impressive. It is impressive. You know, they've set this up. Uh, they're good writers. I know this for a fact because some of them used to do some work for me when I was at Peterborough Matters as okay, well. Yeah. Very little editing was needed. So you know, they're kids with a with a, with a a bright talent uh, and a hopefully a bright future ahead of them. And I just wanted to say that, that Rachel may be very welcome when I went there. And we're hoping to do some work with them uh, later in the year, very soon. So uh, watch this space. Okay.
0: And, and she's also kind of put it out there that, that she wants to open that space up. So I guess, you know, students who want to see their ideas come to life a little bit in that creative space. You know, she wants to hear from people, doesn't she? If people have got views or news to share or creativity to share. The whole idea of of having that inside the box through that, that university is a brilliant idea.
1: Yeah, absolutely is. Yeah. And it's it's they're just very talented young people. We've got a lot of them in the city and it's time to harness that and really go with it. Take the ball and run with it. Now, talking of talented people in the city, we're going to speak
0: to Dave Cramp, who is our special guest on our podcast this week. Commercial director at Peterborough Cathedral.
2: Hello, Dave. Good afternoon. What can I say? I'm I'm overwhelmed. I'm 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 whelmed over.
0: (laughs) You're whelmed over. That's yeah. a
1: nice turn of phrase, Have you yes, heard that? Yes, whelmed that. Over. I don't see why you can't be whelmed over or other types of whelmed other than under <laughs> yeah. or over.
0: So, yeah. Dave, uh, w- welcome to our podcast. This podcast is me me and John just chatting away about Peterborough matters, Peterborough stories, life in our city. And, and we understand and absolutely know that the Peterborough Cathedral is such an important part of of life for so many maybe we could start off with you just explaining a little bit about your role as commercial director at the cathedral
2: yeah i can do that here i've been uh, i've been here now four years interestingly um originally asked to help secure a financial future really the cathedrals in this country are, are, are balanced precariously financially even even the big boys that have you know, millions of visitors and those that charge an entry. Here in Peterborough, we we don't charge, and we have to raise all of that funding ourselves to keep the cathedral open. My job is very much to help steward that, to help uh, bring a, a culture of, of I don't know financial accountability. I guess a little bit around what we can do, what we can what we can use this beautiful space for, as well as being a fully working place of prayer
0: interesting and 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 alongside it being a place of prayer i mean on pcr we talk a lot about all of the events going on at at the cathedral how important are these events and i guess i asked that question knowing already how much that building costs to run and maintain
2: yeah Yeah, well yeah kevin i have to say as well you guys i mean both of you i've met you great supporters of the stuff that happens here and i think it's important for two reasons If i could explain i mean there's the money of course and, and that's If you think about what the cathedral has stood through in its 900 years and in the previous abbeys, there have been plague and pestilence and civil war. The the current plague and pestilence and civil war is money. Um, It really is to keep the building standing physically in its beautiful state. It's a medieval structure. And, you know, you can't just drag up Bob the Builder to uh, (laughs) to, to mend it when bits fall off, you know. And, And absolutely you shouldn't. You have to do things properly. And then, of course, we've got the beautiful heritage that we protect, and the music is part of that. So, you know, there are seven sung services a week. You know, the city of Peterborough would be welcome at five o'clock. You know, to 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 come along, come along for for evening evening uh, song and, and and listen to the beautiful choir thing. But you know, we don't we don't see as many people as I think. Uh, would enjoy it. And the second bit of it, yeah, it it is more than that. It's this beautiful space. And to see the faces of children particularly who haven't been in the building before and they visit on a school visit and and you watch their faces, as they enter the space and look up for the first time and you just see the magic replayed on on their faces. And that, for me, is the heritage of further generations, future generations. Because, guys, once this place is gone. If we let it fail, it's gone for good. You, you you we won't be building any brand new beautiful stone cathedrals like this anymore
0: it's a really powerful comment, that isn't it? Well, it is. N- n- I'm not going to say use it or lose it, but in in some <laughs> ways, there's something in that
1: <laughs> well, It is. It's true, isn't it? It's a part of our heritage. It's a uh, the, the the most important iconic building in our city. And what's exciting about it as well is that that obviously things have. Been housed there over the past few years that you probably wouldn't expect to see in a cathedral. So, are Dave, you th- are you talking about the dinosaurs here? I am talking about the dinosaurs. <laughs> on Tim the Tim Peake, um exhibition? Gaia. As well. um, yeah, it's a lot gone on, hasn't there? So, Dave, how how successful have those been overall? And um, would you like to tell us a little bit about anything that's going on potentially this summer as well?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. Um, let's deal with success. You know, I think success comes in shapes and forms of you know many guises. There's financial success, um, the dinosaurs you mentioned. That, that was good timing for us, really. The last place that that uh, touring exhibition would ever be shown, it was taken apart, sold, and gone all over the world in pieces when it left here. So, you know, those 51,500 people that came to see it last summer saw something special in a special place. But equally, we have sometimes some very, very subtle um, exhibitions which are in, currently there's a great exhibition at the moment, Threads Through Creation, which is a huge fabric textile art exhibition in the, in the cathedral, and it's, it's in for a few weeks, it's absolutely brilliant, um, come and see it. it you know, these are, this is such a wonderful frame for some of the artwork. We have the art exhibition in the early part of the year made in 2022 celebrated people's ability to be creative in in a visual format um we've got a bunch of stuff through the year which is going to be different we've tried different music um you might have seen meatloaf a weekend ago um hold
0: on a minute dave it was meatloaf by candlelight (laughs) you've got to add the candlelight bit
2: in yeah, yeah, well, you're true. It was, actually. <laughs> and, uh, and, and marginally fewer coffins than meatloaf uh, like to have on the stage, actually. But um, that was brilliant to have two nights of 800-plus people dancing, celebrating music. In a building that you've got to be remembered was built for music. Yes, it's not the music that perhaps would have been thought of 900 years ago, but music, still the same thing, stirs emotions, makes people happy. Um, and we're doing a bit more of that this year. Um, this week we will tease, actually next week, because of course it's Holy Week this week, next week we will tease in our summer exhibition. And I am, I am beyond excited for something that um, I think Peterborough will love to bits um, and will... Uh, We'd better leave it like that, otherwise my, my oh, tongue
0: would Me and John were like sitting there on the edge of our seats, Dave, thinking that you were going to reveal what the big summer exhibition at the cathedral is going to you, be.
2: All I can say to you is that uh, tickets for it will go on sale on May the 4th
0: okay <laughs> tickets for it are on sale on may the 4th you've got a lot okay. to live up to i mean john you and i spoke didn't we, a lot about the the dinosaur exhibition
1: and how yep. incredible it was mm, it was but as as, as dave says it, it's an awe-inspiring building whenever you walk into it i've been into it a hundred times 500 times and it's always amazing the dinosaur exhibition was great but, you know, at Christmas, for example, how fantastic is it? it it's, it's just one of those buildings that, that takes the breath away still. When I'm you am, mention Christmas, cons.
0: you make me think, think of the, the lights mm. when, when they lit up the, yeah, the, the different uh, sort yeah, of the sides Morales. of the cathedral. Mm. Dave, that was mm. something special, wasn't it?
2: It is. And, and, and the great news is um, our friends at uh, Lux Morales, the company that we work with, the creative director, Peter Walker, he's back again at the end of uh, November this year. Um, with the next instalment and we've learnt a lot about how to do that, how to do it really well Um, and we're really excited to bring that. We'll talk about that more during the year um, as we try to do things in some sort of chronology otherwise (laughs) the wheels fall off. We've got a lot to get through before then Um, and i say not least the the, the incoming um, spectacular um, exhibition which you know, we'll, we'll Which we guarantee to
0: talk about on the next podcast that we do, and on PCR FM as well. You, you
2: will, you will. <laughs> I, I want to just go and just have one thing though, because this is, goes back to my my past in the in the old days. One of my hobbies was amateur theatre. I used to love it. Get up there, sing a song, do bits and pieces. You know, I was a frustrated actor, I guess. Um, and this year, I mean, um, the cathedral is absolutely delighted to be hosting pods. Police of Operatic Dramatic Society's production, Sister Act, the musical, in the building um, between Wednesday the 31st of May and Saturday the 3rd of June. Um, that was a gratuitous plug. Tickets available. You can go on the website. But the, the, that's such a fabulous musical to bring uh and to bring into the space i think the atmosphere and the environment will add to those very creative amateurs in the city who who are going to deliver that so i hope uh, i hope people will support that because hey it's it's sister act of course they're going to support it yes well you'd, you'd sort of like to think so i mean it's um it's a great piece of music but but equally it's trying to use the space in harmony with it being a working cathedral and the more of this stuff we can do then the, the you know the further down the track we you know we push the financial um success there are things we've got to get better at and that, and i think that's the other thing as well you know it's not all um, it's not all roses we, we we face a a questionable future with our cost of utilities we, You know we we have to keep the building warm um very soon however we will be turning off the heating because obviously look outside summer's here Uh, Yeah. Um, So it's expensive for us to keep the building at a temperature that, you know, worshippers, pilgrims and visitors um, like. And we're burning gas and and, and we've got to find something better. There's a a lot of work going on at the moment in the church to try to get much, much more carbon neutral, to have strategies that don't involve burning fossil fuel. But again, maybe something for a future chat.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. Dave, thank you so much for making a, a cathedral more energy efficient. To cut down on CO2 emissions, a really important point and definitely one for the future. But, Dave, great to talk to you. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you.
2: Pleasure, fellas. Yes, have a fabulous day.
1: Okay. And that's
0: it. What an interesting guy, Dave Cramp
1: is. Yeah, he is. A lot to say. Yeah. Uh, very good speaker. We couldn't quite tease out of him what we wanted, <laughs> but we were told that we weren't going to be able to anyway. Something big for the
0: summer <laughs> at the cathedral. Tickets on sale on May the 4th. We got that. Out.
1: Yeah, and Sister Act sounds great, and uh, looks Morales. We know how good that yeah. is. So lots of things to look forward to at the cathedral.
0: But as ever, when you record a podcast on a certain day and then you publish the podcast, the podcast a bit later. And then people are listening to it as the days go by days go by suddenly other news is out so you know this podcast isn't necessarily going to be um listened to by people who perhaps or they might even learn what that thing is that we're trying to get out of him
1: while listening to this podcast. well i envy them if Who that knows? is the case they yeah. will, be, will be fresh for them and not fresh for us but i really enjoyed the chat anyway john
0: we only just started the podcast i thought a few moments ago and we're already out of time so thank you <sighs> the way it is time is very precious time, isn't it time flies by when you're having fun um thank you for tuning in to us thank you for downloading our podcast for listening, for investing your time. I, I always like to think of, of podcasts that last half hour or so. Run a bath, get it nice and deep, a few bubbles, start the podcast, get in the bath and just
1: listen to us rambling on. Or uh, put it on your headphones and while you're jogging, if you want to be, if you jog around Peterborough, maybe we can talk about Peterborough to you, with you, as you're enjoying the scenes of our fine city. Good shout. Episode six, done? We'll we'll, we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks
0: for episode seven.